heart and soul of a nation, beckons the call. The voice of our forefathers heard in the distance. A house divided against itself cannot stand. To reclaim our honor. honor. Our soul. The challenges of a generation call out. Future generations hang in the balance. We choose liberty. This is the voice of a nation. The nation. The nation. The nation. And now, Malcolm. Uh, there is a state of emergency that has been put in place by the Ottawa mayor, uh, Jim Watson. And that has created uh, some real problems because when you do a state of emergency like that, it empowers the uh, political uh, bureaucrats and politicians to be able to enforce things that they ordinarily may not be able to do. Uh, now, the uh, city of Ottawa says that declaring a state of emergency reflects the serious danger and threat to the safety and security of residents uh, posed by the ongoing demonstrations and highlights, the need for support from other jurisdictions and levels of government. There were even reports of calling in the military. I heard the police chief suggesting that that would, might be an option. Of course, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau later walked back that statement from the police chief's statement and said, well, that's not on the cards right now, he says. This is Trudeau now speaking. He says one has to be very, very cautious before deploying military in situations engaging Canadians. <laughs> now, we've seen this sort of thing before as well. I mean, we've seen it here in America, uh, no doubt. Uh, and Trudeau says uh, that, you know, it's not something to enter into lightly. Uh, so at this point, that's all part of this movement. And I'm sure there's been a lot of private talks with the mayor there and the uh, federal government in Canada, uh, Trudeau's government, if you will. Uh, surely there's been a lot of communications there. Uh, the question is, is this, become, is this the beginning of the end for Trudeau's government uh, or not? Or do they prevail and get through this? Because he's, he's been in a heap of trouble to begin with. He's taken in a lot of heat. And he's, he's disenfranchised a lot of Canadians, quite frankly, and this doubling and tripling down of people's liberties that we're seeing all over the world. Uh, and Canada is one of the places that is most oppressive, just like Australia. I mean, you, you think it's bad in the States here. It's far worse in Canada and, and places like Australia, New Zealand and other markets. Now, we've seen some countries start to lighten up. Some European countries, including the UK, have started to lighten up there and remove some of those mandates. And potentially there's a lesson in there. Now, the question is, will the prime minister of Canada, Trudeau, will he take some lessons from some of these other leaders and begin to back off? Well, thus far, that hasn't happened. He continues to double and triple down. And the more you dive into these stories, you begin to understand it's a complete power grab is what all this is about. Uh, so that's the setup on this thing. Now, there's a lot to talk about in all of this. And uh, we're going to bring back on here Sam, that truck mechanic that was so kind to join us on Viewpoint this Sunday. If you missed that, that is on the platform in the network. It's gone to podcast now. You get that on the front page of America Out Loud. It's a very powerful powerful program all the way around uh, the news magazine was with a great guest on there but spent some time with sam up front there the truck mechanic and talking about what was on the ground and the feelings and you know he had said at that time that he felt uh uh very assured that they would have success at the end of the road here you know that they would they would win that they wouldn't back down with trudeau i wonder if he still has that feeling and sense Let's bring him on now here and bring welcome back onto the program here, Sam. 
most important that I want to express is uh, the professionalism and patience that uh, we all have come here with. Um, the picture that is being painted is that we are aggressors. We definitely aren't. Um, we all came with the mindset that, that we know exactly what we need to be and do to, uh, to maintain composure at all costs. And uh, the, our, our, our government is using our own tax money to deface our names, our, our livelihoods, our, our industry. Yeah, we've, we've, had a, we've had a number of really disheartening actions laid upon us in the last couple hours. Um, we all went to bed last night very uneasy. Uh, I had report or one of my one of the technicians that's helping me out uh, was on site at the uh, the Coventry site where the uh, the Ottawa police uh, raided and uh, they seized the fuel. Uh, they arrested the the fuel handling technicians. Um, anybody that didn't have proper identification was uh, was uh, was um, I don't know if they were ticketed, fined, or restrained. Um, snipers on the roof, 200 armed, and I mean, we're talking, we're talking, uh, like assault rifles and these guys meant business. Wow. We were under the impression that we had till midnight to, uh, finish stocking and supplying our drivers here. Um, this all happened well before that. The, uh, my mechanics that were there, they called me right away just to give me a heads up. I advised them to, uh, just, just leave the generators alone um get yourselves out of there as soon as they could um and that we would uh we would definitely take care of them at all costs sam was this uh, part of the demands of the uh, of the state of emergency from mayor jim watson when you talk about snipers on the roof and all these demands is this part of that the state of emergency i i presume so i have i can't tell you that because i don't know we've been down here just working our butts off to keep this going in a peaceful manner um the state of emergency, as far as I can, the only thing I can gather professionally is it would be a, it would be an actual, it would probably fall under the fire marshal just for the amount of, of, of petroleum product we're removing. Um, I don't know the technique that they were using to dispense it, but the fact that they came in guns blazing, like there was no warning. It was run in, get your hand, get your hands on the ground or get your, get on the ground, hands behind your head. Um, these truck drivers are not teenagers. Mm. I've had personal interactions with every single one that I've been able to help personally, and they are wholesome salt of the earth people. The ones you would have at your kitchen table, the ones that you would talk over the fence to, um, most of them have, been, you know, the last fellow Pete that we just helped out out of the kindness of his heart. Somebody put a little bit of diesel fuel in his death fluid. It's a brand new 2022 Peterbilt. Him and his wife and their dog are in it. It's his retirement program. They were farmers from Manitoba. They were let down by their government in the farming sector. So he took it to the road so they could see the world. They are prisoners in their own country. He has all his assets in this truck. It's gorgeous. The pride that they have for it. And they are being manhandled by the by the 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 police officers for no reason i mean this is absolutely now sam all uh all of this started happening uh, i take it on sunday afternoon when you say they ran in after the mayor had announced a state of emergency this is when this all took place yes yes this was last night 
Yeah, Last that's what I show map around nine, around nine thirty, nine nine thirty. Yeah. Now let me uh, ask you this. Session. Let me ask you this. Right. When we spoke on viewpoint, you had mentioned, and obviously there's been a tur a major, major turn of events here because you had said initially the Ottawa police were very supportive and talking and everything was very jovial and what have you. That sort of has changed, I'm taking. Well, I have no idea how or why um, it's going this direction. Um, the, the empathy and the, the kindness in the eyes of the officers that I have spoke with and that have been a part of our world down here, really the genuine individuals. Um, last night, while this whole operation was partaking on the other side of town, I, I went right up to the RCMP officer that's blocking my corner and I asked him how he was doing and straight faced like he was every other day. Yep, things are great awesome have yourself a great night completely blowing smoke to me he knew exactly what was going on on the other side of town but was just told not to inform or for what reason so that's beside that's that's his he's doing his job he's on the clock let me talk to you about to doing orders. doing his job here a moment because don't you think that's the case i'm wondering here a minute sam uh, the police on the ground are obviously being put in a very difficult situation, a very tough spot. I mean, all right, so let's let's call it what it is. They have to listen to their commanding officers. They have to listen to the chain of command or, or they're simply fired from now, unless there were unless they all got together and really joined the convoy uh, that the movement, let's call it the movement. Yes. Then I think they're in this very precarious position where they almost always have to listen to the commanding officers. So like I can almost see the situation where you say well they have you know a good you can see they have a, a a bright spot in their eyes you say something like that you know they look they look like i mean they're real people but they're put in a bad spot aren't they absolutely absolutely and you know it, it's it's entirely up to you i've had bosses tell me things that i wasn't going to do and i didn't do them you know, because that's my choice. If it's so, you you think they have? A, you or, think they should do that? You think they have? The, really seriously, the police on the ground. You think they could take a different um, stance on this thing? Absolutely. If they want, if anybody has a choice to do whatever you want. There's no contract that states that they have to go against their heart, or their gut feeling, or what they feel is actually right. I mean, there has to be a point where our passion and pride mm -hmm. speaks louder than the authoritative measures above quick little story i was woke up this morning all week we've had somebody come by and, and abuse the trailer that i'm staying in and i'm at the back of my whole convoy mm -hmm. and they it's a single gentleman and he runs up and he smashes on the side of the truck screaming get home in the wee hours of the morning i have been honored to be supported by some veterans here uh my friend jake has has, has has made it his goal to make sure whatever I need, he's here. This morning, he was right at my six. We slept with our boots at the bed. And when the fellow came, we addressed him. And I addressed him all the way right up to the, the Ontario Provincial Police Officers that are at the main intersection. And I stood there with my hand up politely screaming for help. I needed assistance. They stood there and did nothing. When the gentleman realized that they were not going to come and even talk to us, he buggered off up the alley. So I went over, I went back to the trailer and got my clothes on and I went back up to talk to the OPP officers and there was only one vehicle left. And that, that officer, I said, what happened? You told me you were going to let the 
Ottawa police know of the incident. I'm here to have a follow-up as to what actually went down there. And they said, oh, no, sorry, sir. You're going to have to make the, the call. I says, Do you, can you provide me with the number? No, we can't. Is it 911? No, it's not an active issue. But you were here. You all saw it happen and literally was turned a blind eye. I got... I got to the heart of the lady that was in behind the driver's wheel. She was definitely a veteran officer. She, this was not her crack at it. She took my personal phone number. She messaged me back with the proper information. I then was able to contact the Ottawa police and they were willing to work with me. They took a description of the individual and they, were, they said that they would investigate it. Right there, I felt that was much better representation than what I had seen in the morning. But if I was out there all by myself this morning and not being me, it could have escalated to a horrific incident. Like these boys love their trucks. They are absolutely beautiful. It's all they have left. So to have somebody come in and deface them right. and call us racist, the, the guy told me I was one step off of Osama bin Laden. He was screaming this wow. at me wow. to get the hell out of his city it was just it was just disheartening that he was sitting there slandering us from and every bit of word that came out of his mouth was fueled by our open media like literally i and i'm certain that the people that he lives next door to have been down here so this is just that one bad apple in a crowd and we're not to make he's not representing all the people at home that are displeased with us being here. I understand we're, we're making people uncomfortable. It is a big demonstration. You live in Ottawa. This is where this stuff happens. You have to expect it from time to time. We are here for the freedom of absolutely everybody. There's no race. I don't care if you're vaccinated or not. I care if you love one another. If you have hate, We'll work on that because it's obviously fueled by something else. And with proper terms, we can, we can battle any battle, but you've yeah. got to be cool, calm, cool, and collective. And this morning, that man, he, he's lucky that it was me that addressed him because if it was one of these guys, it might not have ended peacefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what, what they always do, uh, Sam, let's, let's be clear. What they always do is we talked about on viewpoint, they either go to racism and they blame things on that, or they make things political. Uh, they, th- which is how they divide the people left and right. Uh, it becomes a division putting a neighbor against neighbor. Uh, this is pretty commonplace in these sort of protests and divisions. That's what the, uh, the, uh, let me just say, that's what the elites do. That's how they divide the people. And I'm seeing a lot of reports like that online right now where they're, they're calling you all a far-right, uh, extremist, supremacist sort of group, what have you, all kinds of nonsense, where I'm sure the truckers up there are all kinds of mixed ethnicities, obviously. Yeah. Absolutely, 100%. None of us are here preaching a political party. None of us are here... Exactly. We are, we are here to battle the us versus them narrative because they are taking this way too far. They don't have, they don't have the support of all of us. Mm-hmm. They may be saying on the media that we're all complying, but the, the mass that showed up here over Saturday and Sunday, the people, the love, the emotion, I can tell you right away, they are trembling in their boots because there is no way that they can fight this. The power of the love of a Canadian is astronomical. Right, 
Well, what, what they're doing, right. Sam, is they're trying to dis... You're right. They know when you say trembling in their boots, I, I mean, I, I hear you. But what they're going to try to do is divide and disengage the convoy. Uh, well, like the state of emergency that uh, Mayor Jim Watson just did. Now, let, let me read you this statement from the city here, uh, Sam. And so listen to us here as well. Here's what the mayor says in the statement to the city. He says, uh, declaring a state of emergency reflects the serious danger and threat to the safety and security of residents posed by the ongoing demonstrations and highlights the need for support from other jurisdictions and levels of government. This was a statement from the city. And they went on to say that they want to manage business continuity for essential services for its residents and enable a more flexible procurement process, which could help purchase equipment required by frontline workers and first responders. Now, right now, as you say, they're asking for IDs. They're not letting food and fuel go in. So this is sort of how they're going to try to break this up, aren't they? Absolutely. That that is their that's where they're, they're that's that's where they're trying to pry right now. Um you know, we are well, we are well, we're well outfitted here. None of us left home with the intentions of having anybody else support us through this. So for the last couple of days, you know, we were, I was just, you know, they would not continue my reservation at the Hilton hotel where we were staying. I had many conversations right up into the management that would actually show their show up at the, at the front counter. Um, you know, it was, we, we pegged the windows. We took videos and pictures of all the blacked out windows in the hotel. Um, just, just lies upon lies upon lies upon lies. That is what is going to, so with them trying to displace us with the fuel and the food and the services, we're going to be okay. We just had a great reset for ourselves. Everybody fueled up every truck. We've all had the old, uh, the asses. We're showered up. We're shaved up. And we are, it's just like we're heading back out on the road for Monday morning and we're good for at least a week to sit here and make our point in a peaceful, calm manner. And I feel that that is going to drive them even crazier. Well, let's talk about that moment of friction. Do you, I mean, what's the next step that are they, are they threatening anything else, Sam? Uh, so, I mean, we get the food and the fuel and the state of emergency. What, what are they really saying with the state of emergency and the police? What are they asking of you guys? What, what do they want you to do? Just leave? Is that the request? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. As fast and as fast and pro- punctual as we can, they want. And if you don't to, uh, leave, what do they do? Do they I mean, I, have they st- have they tried to arrest anybody? I'm talking about the truckers now. They tried to arrest truckers. No, or? not that I'm aware of. Um, and like I said, as far as I know, from my personal uh, talks with the Ottawa police and the people that I've conversed with, they're very proud of us. They we are we are doing it right by the book. We have maintained the emergency lanes. We have personally shoveled and salted these roads and sidewalks, which they, the, the town of Ottawa has definitely done a very poor job of even, I've reached out as a, as a, a department worker. I'm like, can you guys bring me a load of salt? <laughs> I have more people here willing to salt this road by hand. I just need a little bit of product. Right. And, you know, anyways, yeah. it, uh, yeah. It's they're not arresting the truck drivers as of yet. I can't speak for the outskirts of town. I am just here on the front lines and it is it has been great. Um, That's a good point. Absolutely. Absolute logistical nightmare. Yeah. If we all turned around 
and started heading out of this town because there's so many people on the outskirts that are here to support us. There's so many people at home. If we turn around now, failed mission, we're actually going to be facing our people that are supporting us head on as we are leaving the battlefield. Uh, let me ask you this within the, I'm, I'm very curious. I don't want to forget to ask you about this. The, you talk about dollars and being well-prepared and we uh, tr- the truckers didn't come out there, you know, unprepared or ill-prepared. Let me ask you something. There's a lot of uh, conversation in the media and other stuff about this GoFundMe business and Tamara who, who's collected all kinds of money. And I, I'm just curious. I'm, I'm just curious within the yep. truckers in the community that you see there, has anybody yes. from that group, to your knowledge, uh, to your knowledge, has anybody yep. from that group, including Tamara, and, and I'm just wondering, just wondering, have they, has any of them been out there from, uh, you know, from um, from truck to truck to truck or talking to anybody to see if they need anything or they need five bucks or they need a loaf of bread or I don't know, whatever. Uh, gas. Has that happened at all or no? I personally have never I, I maybe brushed by them in the crowd. Um, I have a couple contacts on the phone that people that have been passed down to me, I haven't met anybody. We are, I haven't signed any paperwork to be a part of this convoy. Uh, the guys that I report and represent, we are here as independents. I'm not, I'm not jumping on that bandwagon. I'm not pleased with how some of the people are, are, are boasting the, the, what, is really on the ground i mean there's there's a little bit too much heat in some of these pod that these these people that are delivering their messages um i don't think it's helping too much um as far as the administration and and the coordinators and the head of this um i'm sure they're doing it with i I hope to heck they're doing it with the best of intentions for us all well that's my Uh, question i mean do we know what what i'm really wondering is do we know what they're doing with the money i have no idea um, I just, I put four U joints, uh, you know, on, there was a guy in my trailer and I needed parts and he gave me his credit card and the guy in front of me needed two U joints. He said, order four, he paid for four out of his pocket. Um, every single one of these truck drivers has worked their life through. They earn a decent wage. We are not broke. We are not idiots. We know what it takes to succeed and get the freight delivered. Doesn't matter the weather. Doesn't matter the traffic. You know, we have to have forethought. We have to plan. Um, As far as all this money that's coming in and the the seizing of the GoFundMe and that, I sure would like to know that every dollar and cent is being accounted for properly. Um, But I I have no idea. Like I said, we are just working to keep this thing going. I'm I'm hoping with all my heart that the people in those offices and this this war room are are doing a great job. And I suspect that they are because we're Canadians and we all have this heart and passion. So as far as I sit right now, Everything is everything is going to be okay, and those dollars and cents that are being donated to this, like I said, I hope with all my heart, it's with the best of intentions that it's dissipated evenly towards these people who showed up right away and got off their butts and knew that 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 there was something to be done, and they're here and they're here to stay, and that the support of their communities and their families is going to be there when they get home. Yeah, that's so. what I'm wondering with all this money, because I hear there's millions and millions now been raised also with the give, send, go uh, versus the other one, the GoFundMe, which uh, has played all kinds of shenanigans uh, and trickery. I don't know. There's a lot of lessons to come out of this when people set up these funds 
you know, these funding companies, Sam, they end up uh, uh, freezing the funds and not allowing them to go through. And they're they're using these reports of violence uh, <clears throat> as a tool to hold back the money. But I'm just wondering, and you've answered it now, uh, does anybody know where the hell the money is or who it's going to? And obviously, uh, we you don't really know and you're not hearing from other truckers that like they're getting anything out of this. So you got to begin to question where is the money going and what's it being used for? And I understand that they've already been released some millions from the uh, the first one, the, you know, the GoFundMe I, one. Malcolm, I think the most important thing to remember here is the value of cold, hard rock and roll cash. <laughs> and if you want anything substantial, hold it in your hand. Um, don't put all your don't put all your trust in the man. Um, the, the gentleman here, the, the donations that have been handed into the door of my trailer and these truck drivers, it's, it's a beautiful heartfelt card in an, or letter in an envelope or a card. And it's either got some home baked cookies or it's got $20 or it's got a hundred dollar bill in it. And I mean, I know the, the, the fellow that was with our convoy that was up at the front line, he said he he's received more money in donations than he would have if he had been working the week. So it's crazy for him to think of leaving. Well, <laughs> let, let, well let me ask you that now. You're, I think what you're saying is, am I understanding this properly, Sam? Are, and I've wondered this, actually. Are Canadian citizens coming out to help the truckers with donations of that sort of thing themselves? Is that what's happening? Personally, they are. They are, they are parking on the wow. outskirts. They are making the effort to come down. The, the couple that I just had a conversation with while I was waiting for the email, they stood outside the door. They've, they've traveled just by themselves. They live in northern Ontario, and they came down here just to see it firsthand and do the best they could. And I told them that their presence is our security right now. Man, the, yeah. the more people that show up to support us and smiles, that's what will stop the police from having any grounds to physically remove us. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm in this industry. It would be a logistical nightmare to try and remove every single one of these vehicles, especially the fact I'm pretty sure you wouldn't find anybody to come with their personal equipment or their company equipment to do the job. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sam, how are you? Let me ask you right up front here. How are you for time? Are you okay to hang a little bit longer? Um, I can give you probably another five minutes, Joe. Are we good? Okay. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. That's what I, I want to know. Have people sitting here waiting for me, but this is very important to all of us. And, okay. Let's keep going then uh, right now. So let me ask you this now. Um, I, let me read you something from the Ottawa police and, and what they say here. They say here, uh, the um, anyone attempting to bring material support, gas, etc., cetera, uh, to the demonstrators would be subject to arrest. Enforcement is underway. Now, I don't know if you're aware of this. This is the official report from the police. And uh, they they went on. Now, there's already been reports, Sam, that they've uh, distributed 450 tickets uh, that they've issued for things like excessive noise, uh, seatbelt violations, yep. obstructed license places, improper mufflers. What, what, what's that all about? That's just them generating revenue to keep paying their employees, I'm sure. Um, last night, I was down at our, our main square. I've, I've brought into town. Like, um, I traveled with Guy Meissner and, and Mike with the, uh, the old Mac and the Freightliner, and they are right down in the one major area, Sussex. And uh, there was a gentleman uh, from Quebec, very passionate and proud to be here. He has a Dodge pickup truck, 
And after the curfew, the music was loud and he blew his horn and the officers came rushing right over with their ticket book to hand him the noise violation. And before they before they, the officers were at the back bumper of the truck, the entire public mass was there paying him in cash to take care of the ticket. And I'm, I'm sure he was I'm sure he received far more than the value of the ticket was worth. Um, so, I mean, that's right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, it's not, we are all here to take care of one another. That is the major message that we're getting out. Every single one of us that is here and putting our heart and soul into this, we are doing it for you. Right. Amen. And Amen. your families. Wow. Well, so, they're, they're obviously starting to poke you a little bit to see uh, where the where the uh, muscle is on this or the, uh, you know, the determination, I guess. Let me ask you this. Are, are you sensing what is your sense with the fellow truck drivers there? Are they I mean, you listen, there's usually a breaking point with everybody. Determination is on one end. You just said, well, we can't just turn around. Uh, what are they really still committed to the end result? And do you see this? Is there enough there to be able to get uh, bring Trudeau? Because he says he won't even talk to the convoy or the leaders or any of the truckers. That's what's in the reports. I see the news reports. Uh, so how does it end? How does this end? Do you think? Well, I'm pretty sure that uh, I'm, I have no interest in listening to Justin Trudeau's voice for one more second of my life. It holds zero presidents in my world. Um, as far as I'm concerned, the Liberal Party of Canada can feel free to uh, delegate the authority to somebody else to speak on his behalf. Um, and they should. We should definitely have already been addressed in a professional manner. Um, the consensus of the guys on the road, I'll be perfectly honest with you. What is breaking us is our homes. Um, the, the fellas that I have lost have shown up here with pure passion and they're leaving with tears in their eyes because the alienation from the home front, the, 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 the haters that are, are hooked on the news are attacking our homes while we're not there to comfort and soothe. And uh, it's definitely breaking my heart. Um, we had, there has, and don't get me wrong. There has been a couple of guys that they got work to do. These trucks, those payments are coming out. And uh, they've been here for over a week. They know because they have co-workers on the outskirts that the representation is here. Um, but yes, there is definitely boys that they, we, we honestly don't have much to go back to. And what I go back to, if I go back to seeing my daughter double masked playing at recess and segregated through, through her education for the rest of my life, that is that that's not the Canada. I will have mm. to find somewhere else to live that uh, I can raise her accordingly. Sam, that um, is so well said what you say there, brother. Man, that speaks to me right there. Everybody, I mean, I just want everybody to stop a minute and listen to what you just said. I mean, if you had to go back with your daughter and profess that this is the way you're going to live your life. But what's really so cool about what you just said, it, it really... Um, exemplifies what this movement is about, brother. I mean, you couldn't have said it any better than what you just stated to folks. 
Uh, that is really the passion behind this. You know, you're so impressive. You always bring it back to a <laughs> sense of, no, no, for real. You always bring it back to a sense of, re- of being real, keeping it real and a sense of reality. You're one of the most well-spoken guys on this thing I, 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 I've seen or talked to or heard. I mean, it's remarkable. Well, and, and I don't say that to give you anything, but it's a fact. I mean, as listeners hear yep. you here. So it, it, when I asked you the question, I asked Blaze Vanny on Viewpoint, the question as well, do you see this uh, being successful at the end? And you were very assured of that. Right now, you said you went to bed on Sunday night. Everybody was quite concerned when they got a little sleep eye uh, because of the, uh, the, the mayor with the uh, state of emergency, uh, the poke in everybody all of the harassment, uh, the arrest, all these things going on, people defaming you. Uh, Do you still see that being the case? And I heard what you just said, but is there enough fight in these guys that that they will hang to the end, whatever that looks like? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. No, I have, I have a lot of faith in these fellas and, uh, and our country. Um, I think the only reason this tyrannical government has had any traction is because we weren't playing the game. They thought they were winning because we were, we were too busy working and we weren't, we weren't even engaged in this game. And now we're, now we're in it and we're here to, we're here to play and we're here to stay. And um, yeah, I think I'm, I'm very positive about it. I mean, I, you can't hurt our feelings anymore. They've literally shunned us out of restaurants, out of grocery stores, out of our family's living rooms. Uh, yeah, like you can't break a broken man. <laughs> so carry on. Inevitably, we there will be enough of us here for so long that they can't hide the truth. Hopefully it sends a message around the world to every government that your people are the strongest power. There's no funding. There's no backdoor there's no backdoor hierarchy that's going to s- trump love. I'm sorry. I don't think it's true. Sam, yeah. we're with you all the way. Uh, we're, we're with you. Keep us posted on things moving forward. Uh, listen, God bless you. God bless all the truckers. I, I'm wishing uh, a positive end to this thing and that liberty ignites again in freedom uh, throughout Canada and, and I'm America. Sure it will. Yeah. I, I'm sure it will. Thank you for your time, Malcolm. And, uh, yeah, all the love to you and your family and your friends. And, uh, yeah, um, all my friends and family, North America wide, I love you all. And uh, take good cares of your families and wow. love and respect your neighbor. Wow. Alrighty? Thank I you, got, Sam. I got Thank a you. boogie, but I appreciate your time. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. That is uh, Sam, wow, the uh, truck mechanic uh, from Canada on the front lines there. Uh, what a what a class act this guy is! I'll tell you. You hear you you hear how he ends that just the. I mean, that's just I don't know. That just moves me. I mean, he goes right to the source of spreading love again. I mean, this guy's unreal. I mean, he is such a bright spot in all of this. And then he says, "You can't bro- break a broken man." Wow. And, you know, there's a lot to that I, I want to touch on just ahead when he says you can't break a broken man. What does that really mean? And he started to express some of that in such a, a vivid way. Uh, this is a, uh, a moment uh, for this uh, incredible movement, this convoy of truckers. And I, I really hope the world is with them, my friends. I believe they are. But at the end of the day, you know how this goes when they 
they start to double down with these state of emergencies. And then as they're starting to do now with arrest and starting to poke them and irritate them. And that's you know, a lot of risk, a lot of risk. They have their lives. They have their families, as, as uh, Sam was saying. But on the other side of that, he's saying, well, you know, listen, are we going to live the rest of our lives behind double mask? Well, that is the question, isn't it? Think about that. That is the question. Is there enough fight in that movement? And then there are reports now, really, really reports of this happening. And there's already accounts been set up on Give, Send, Go uh, for a convoy in the United States to head to Washington, D.C. What would that look like, you wonder, huh? And, and what would that, and, you know, it's a whole different set of standards here in the States, uh, although they would probably try to pull a lot of the same games because you, you have to remember these cats in government, whether it's Canada or, or the U.S., they use the same playbook, okay? They use the exact same playbook to divide the people. You've already seen that. You've seen that with the claims of racism. You, you've seen that with the claims of making it political Republican against Democrat. It's always the same stuff they use to try to separate the people and divide the folks. I hope this is, if anything, a rallying call for people to really see the rift that they put in uh, against, sister against brother, friend against friend, uh, you know, just Canadian against Canadian, American against American. That is their playbook. I, I, everybody needs to see that. You know, a lot of people are listening to bogus media reports, and, and I'm seeing them already here. I'm seeing a whole bunch of them that uh, shout out to that, you know. I mean, they and, and that's something I want to share with you. I had this really irritates the hell out of me uh, when they say, you know, Ottawa truckers convoy galvanizes far right worldwide. That really irritates me, that headline. Far right worldwide galvanizes what the far right worldwide. What is that exactly, I wonder? Huh? Let's talk about that after the pause here in just a moment here. Well, my fellow Americans and my fellow Canadians as well, you're listening to the voice of a nation. Our global experts are brilliant writers and engaging hosts on a mission of a lifetime. You'll find the latest news and inspiration on the front page of AmericaOutloud.com. Dr. Peter McCullough, if you go to HealthyCell.com, you can check out the technology, the products of Healthy Cell. These are very innovative products. They are a form of bio-nutraceuticals that are bioactive, and they come in a variety of categories. One is daily essentials, which are the bioactive multi and the vegan essentials. And then the next category is performance. And this is the REM sleep supplement. I've talked about it a lot. I think it's very effective and I recommend it uh, for myself and for my family, but as well as my patients. I'm having great luck with this because it is such a terrific product with um, a blend of, I think is what's needed for not only promoting sleep, but also getting quality sleep and one gets quality sleep, then there's restfulness, and the next day is better, and then the next night is better, and it becomes a progressively positive cycle for the human body. And the next product in the performance category is focus and recall. Focus and recall. And I think that is the featured product that um, is coming into play for those with long COVID and brain fog that develops after COVID-19, the respiratory infection, but also 
after COVID-19 vaccination. And then finally, the main horse in healthy cell is the targeted support of immune super boost. Immune super boost. And what we have here is a series of products that really can toe the line for patients who are working their way through the COVID-19 pandemic, either at risk for COVID-19, have had COVID-19 and recovered, are in the post-COVID syndrome, which is now a diagnosis we put in the electronic medical record, and are suffering through a variety of manifestations of post-COVID syndrome. And then lastly, those who are in the throes of vaccine reactions of some sort, whether they be uh, acute serious vaccine reactions or the more common mild uh, prolonged vaccine reactions. We now know the spike protein lasts in the human body after the respiratory infection or after vaccination for up to 15 months. We had this breaking development uh, brought to you on America Out Loud Talk Radio with Dr. Bruce Patterson on a recent episode. So we know this is the case. And so we know if the Wuhan spike protein is in the human body for up to 15 months, it's going to cause damage. It's going to cause inflammation. It's going to set a whole variety of immune responses up working against our body and potentially damaging cells, tissues, uh, intercellular communication systems, and very importantly, influencing organ function. And here is where we need the maximum defense for the body, uh, the maximum and the most appropriate blend of micronutrients, uh, minerals, as well as vitamins to help the body get through this difficult time. So go to HealthyCell.com and check out the products. And in the promotional code, use the term out loud for 20% off your first purchase. Let's get real. Let's get loud on America Loud Talk Radio. This is a McCullough Report. Hello, Americans. This is Malcolm Out Loud. You know, a few years back, I was in corporate boardrooms offering counsel to business executives worldwide. It was important and demanding work, but out of the corner of my eye, maybe like you, I was watching some dangerous trends in our nation. Marxist teachers and professors brainwashing our children. A media that was not just biased, but complicit and overly partisan, an offshoot of the Democrat Party even and the progressive culture that was shutting down even violently any voices that challenge these radical ideas and tactics. Well, AmericaOutloud.com was born at that very moment. Well, it was a challenge I could no longer ignore, and I joined forces with some of the nation's most influential voices to bring you the real news and discussions that Americans need to hear at this crucial crossroads in American history. It is a fight for the soul of humanity. America Out Loud Talk Radio is the voice of liberty and justice for all. Welcome back to the voice of a nation. It is Malcolm Out Loud here, yours truly. And thank you, uh, my friends, for being with us here on the mission. And it is a mission. There's no doubt about that. The mission here today is to cover this uh, convoy uh, for freedom uh, into Ottawa. There is one being planned, by the way, into D.C. That is a fact. I've seen multiple, multiple reports now. There is a give, send, go account uh, raising money for that. There are other things happening. Uh, If they're preparing for that now, 
it seems to be that could be something that happens. They are suggesting after the Olympics, for whatever reason that is, that that would be the place it might uh, begin to spark, if you will. Uh, you wonder, you know, how much that will galvanize the world. And that's kind of what I'd like to talk to you about now. Because, you know, a lot of this has been as the media begins their uh, usual uh, propaganda campaigns uh, and spinning. They, they do a lot of spinning on these kinds of stories. Uh, Politico uh, has one of the most egregious headlines that really irritates me more than I could suggest to you right now on talk radio. Uh, and it was the Ottawa's truckers convoy galvanizes the far right worldwide. You know, I, I really take offense to the far right worldwide. What does that really mean? You know, what does that really mean, the far right worldwide? Well, if you listen to Sam up front, you listen to me. Well, again, what, what do I say? The political divide, right? Well, what, what would the far right be? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Peaceful, loving people. Americans, Canadians, uh, fellow citizens of the world, peaceful people who who believe in, uh, in, in our liberties and our freedom and believe in God and believe in, you know, peaceful protest and in, believe in standing up for what's right. I mean, you listen to someone like Sam, is there any question or doubt in your mind? Of course not. Of course not. I mean, he's, he's, his, I mean, he's, 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 a, he's a beautiful guy. This guy is the real deal. If you don't love Sam, I don't know who you love. I mean, this guy is the real thing. There's no doubt. Just look at that. I mean, I'm impressed I, I, and I'm privileged to be able to have him, uh, to be able to bring his voice to you uh, for sure. I'm thrilled to be able to do that. Uh, no, no doubt about that. But this whole notion of far right worldwide. And, you know, this is, this is what I need you to all understand is this division how they get in there, you know, the convoy, Ottawa, the Freedom Convoy, it clearly has the potential to be a huge success. As we stated over the weekend on the program. Absolutely. And, and their commitment is there. And I just asked Sam up front that are you still in it to the end? I said, yeah, yeah. Now, you know, granted, please understand there's a lot of unforeseen things that can and probably will happen in the hours and days ahead. I'm praying that they're safe and everything works out right. And I'm going to keep tabs with Sam for sure. I feel like after these first couple of interviews, I feel like I've known him for 20 years. You know, I mean, he's that kind of a guy, obviously it's the kind of guy you, you just want to have as a friend. If, if, if you, uh, you know, if, if things were getting rough and you needed a few people to, uh, to, uh, having the fight, uh, that would be a guy you'd want to have in there, Sam. He's, the commitment and the heart and the passion and the soul. I, I get that. I get that. But he's definitely a guy you want to have in there. Very impressive. Very, very impressive. But so this political piece, first follow me on this now, why this is so egregious. And, and this is really what we need to break here. Until we break this, uh, these propaganda campaigns, and this politicizing of these peaceful events that real patriots and and Sam's a patriot. He's a Canadian patriot. You hear it in his. You hear that love in his voice. You hear the fellow truckers. You hear that sense. These are Canadian patriots. 
And I, I tell you what, for one, I am so thrilled to see the patriotism in Canada. I, I really am. And then he referenced North America after that, you know, really. I mean, these are our brothers and sisters uh, to the north, you know. I mean, that's something we've been missing for a long time, this connection back to what made this relationship so remarkable with America and Canada, you know, really with the United States and Canada. It's a beautiful relationship, one of the most harmonious in the world with the, the whole thing, the way we trade and work with each other across the border and all of it, you know? And, and I just get the feeling back of that with someone like Sam who, you know, understands it and gets it. But what they're going to try to do now, and this political report is just one of many that will come out. This was with Mark Scart, by the way, now, this was on February 6th, and there are other reports like this, but this is where they go immediately. And so Gabble now is in far right. And, you know, you take you have to take offense to far right when you're just really a peaceful patriot who wants what's right. You're not an extremist and you're not far anything, you know, period. But it is a movement of God-loving people who who care who don't want to live their life behind being double masked and being able to not have the kid in school, his, his daughter, and not be able to go into a restaurant or a public place without, you know, being vaccine passports and double, triple booster. And of course, it'll be 10 times over booster by that point. And, you know, then they'll have five masks on Why? Why the elites run around with no mask. We, we know that whole story already, right? And so this political article says that leading Republicans, of course, that's, again, what I say, what I say, politicize it all immediately. Right wing influencers, right wing influencers and white supremacist groups. You, you just, this just make you sick. It's vile, absolutely vile. They have jumped at the chance to promote the standoff in Ottawa to a global audience it's not every day that Canada becomes the red hot center of a global protest movement. But what started as a rally of Canadian truckers angry at cross border vaccine mandates has fast become a magnet for far right grievances around the world. And, you know, what, what's even to, to get to the hint of this here, they immediately bring in politicians like former president, of course, Donald Trump. You know, they got to go the year almost immediately. And of course, Congresswoman, the representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, you know, she's always the easy one to go target, you know, have championed the nationwide protest in Canada. Oh, God forbid they like freedom lovers, right? People, you know, have, have began in response to Ottawa's vaccine mandate for truckers entering Canada. It's quickly escalated, uh, Politico says, into a global movement incorporating a loose set of anti-establishment causes <laughs> coordinated on social media and encrypted messaging groups. Now, to give you, when they suggest far-right lunacy, the political uh, piece goes on to say, on multiple crowdfunding platforms, people from around the globe, often directed to the cause by American far-right influencers like, and you'll love this, you'll love this, Dan Bongino and Ben Shapiro. They're far-right extremists. That's the way they nail this thing down, Politico has. They, they've collectively donated millions of dollars in support of the Canadian movement. The problem is, no matter what these Politicos say and the rest of them, 
as you just heard from Sam, and including all this money that Tamara and the rest of them are raising, where's the money going is what I question. We're not seeing where any, it's not going to the truck drivers from what Sam knows. He's not seeing any. They're not going around to the truck. Hey, do you need a loaf of bread? That's a gallon of milk. Does they need some gas and polish the, you know, whatever. None of that's happening. So where is all this millions and millions and millions of dollars going? That's what I want to know. You see, a lot of times in these things, people get rich quick. Uh, and there's a lot of nefarious things. And I don't know what's happening here. I, I, I can't really say to you, but don't you find it a little suspect, however, that it's not like we hear reports of exactly where the money is going or how they're distributing it. I'd like to have them on and talk about that. Why aren't they out there on the street, on the front lines, helping our the fellow truck drivers out? That's what I want to know. Why aren't they getting a few bucks to pay their bills? You're collecting millions because of millions of dollars. Surely we can help those truck drivers out, not these massive funding things of endless money pit of where the money goes. That's And this really worries me. This really, really worries me, including these reports that uh, Bongino and Shapiro are doing this and that and the other. You know, where's that money going? I, I, I don't doubt at all for a moment that Shapiro and Bongino, by the way, are, uh, are doing the wrong thing. Now, I believe they're doing the right thing, by the way, just to be sure with you and clear with you. I don't put them in the same category as some of the other money races. And I really don't know. So I don't want to say too much more and, and be caught on the wrong side. Cause I don't really know. I just want to make sure it gets to the right people. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And I, I don't see the reports of that and I don't see what's happening. I asked Sam that question a couple of times here. He doesn't know. He doesn't see it. They're not offering him anything. And he's right in the, he's right in the glory of it. Guts and glory of all of this right now. But this whole notion of a far right worldwide is highly offensive. It's offensive to patriots everywhere. It's, it's offensive to peace loving people who just really want their liberty and freedom back. And they want to keep government in check. They don't want to run away government in their lives. I mean, we understand what this means, right? I mean, we're not asking for any more than that. We're not asking for any free lunch here. And you heard from Sam, he's not either. And the truckers are not asking for that. None of us are. But yet we darn well support the con the convoy. You better believe it. We support free-loving people everywhere and patriots of all kind, 100%, because that's what the world is, people. It's a beautiful place. It's a beautiful place of great people in all of these countries. I mean, that are patriots that love their country, love their flag. It's, I get it. I totally, totally get it as a, as a full-blooded red, white, and blue patriot here. I get it. I get what the fight's about. And I get, because I would do the same thing here. You're not going to triple mask me. You're not going to single mask me. And I'm not taking your damn shot. And you can stick the restaurants up your backside or the rest of it or whatever else you got to do. I'm keeping it as polite as I can. I'm, you're not going to squeeze me. I'm not doing it. That's all I'm saying. You see, that's all I'm saying. And that's what we're asking for. So you got to help me so we can be all informed that these media reports, these political type reports where they galvanize in the far right, we need to push back against that. And just like Sam is doing with the convoy there and the truckers, we need to push back on this as he's trying to do, you know? I mean, it hardly gets any more impressive than the peaceful nature of what I've seen with this convoy. You've watched some of those videos, my fellow Americans and Canadians, you look at some of those videos and I have to tell you, they are moving. They are inspiring. 
they speak to your heart. They talk to your soul. I mean, they connect the forces of humanity in ways that you couldn't, you couldn't possibly otherwise. But you, you see the spirits in those moments, those historical moments are captured in such a way. And that's really what had come out of the weekend program when we talked about it on Viewpoint with Sam and, and Blaze. It was about that, that the peaceful nature of this and the fact that they would see it to the end with victory, you know. Uh, I have to really pray for this convoy now. And I have a sinking feeling they're going to try all the dirty tricks in the books, my friends, all the dirty tricks. We have to help support them in every way we can. And I'm open to any ideas that you have out there um, that we can rally the forces to be able to support free loving people everywhere. It really is about keeping the worst of us in check which are the betters in high positions of government and bureaucrats. They need to be kept in check. This is a cancer on, 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 uh, and a stain actually in our countries. And we're struggling with it everywhere. I mean, not just here in, in America, but in Canada and Australia and New Zealand and our friends throughout Europe, everywhere in the world, we're seeing this struggle. It is the forces that are fighting, the good and evil forces, but it's these, these people in high-powered positions that are doubling, tripling down and seizing the power and forcing um, a, a superiority, a, a, an act of uh, a, 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 an oppressive act of, of aggression on people that surely deserve far better. There has to be a better way forward. Uh, and, you know, until we take a stand, and you know, if this convoy does spark here in the States, I will totally be behind it 1 million percent and do everything I can to support it and help raise money and do the things I can again and get a message out there. I mean, if they need me to drive a truck, I can probably do that as well. I'm not sure they need that, however. You'd have out loud on the highway, right? Well, my friends, that's the story. We've got to stick with it and uh, galvanize patriots here and uh, galvanize people who are peaceful and free-loving people. Um, tremendous thank you. Support, love, passion to all the Canadian truck drivers and the convoy and Sam right at the center there of it all there up in Ottawa, Canada. God bless. Thank you for being with me on the mission, my friends. It's time to get involved and get loud.